Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, my friends are gone and my hair is grey. I ache in the places where I used to play And I'm crazy for love But I'm not coming on I'm just paying my rent every day In the Tower of Song Here we are on Radical Australia Community Radio 3CR Streaming live on 3cr.org.au this program is podcast. If nature calls you, Asia knocks on the door, somebody from ISIS wants to recruit you, don't despair. Even if the neighbour wants a cup of sugar, the program is podcast. Her Royal Empress, the Honourable Dale Bridge, is doing all the technical bits, and if I get a little bit over anxious, she will step in. Isn't that right, Dale? That's right. You'll get smacks. Excuse me. <laughs> smacks. Uh, hopefully it's figurative smacks. Now, I understand, Dale, that uh, somebody, our guest who will introduce in a minute, used a word that has never been used to <laughs> actually, uh, how shall I put it, describe you before, mm. and that was discipline. Yeah. I've been accused of many things in my time, but discipline's not one of them. Not one of them. Well, <laughs> as I said, you're spontaneously disciplined. <laughs> You're disciplined when required, the type of person you need to watch your back. So we're both, Jacob Rumbiak and myself, are very pleased you're here to watch our backs because our backs are to the door. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Good afternoon, Jacob. Good afternoon, Jacob. Uh, Dale. Dale. Funny name, isn't it? But uh, sounds a uh, uh, good name. Good name. It is a good name, yeah, Dale. Dale. You know. I grew into it. Yeah, well, it's, it's a good thing, isn't it? A dale. You can lie down in a dale and relax. Overhill dale. Oh, yeah. Now, now, Jacob, you've been on the program before, so we're going to change the format for our listeners because they all learnt about your uh, earlier life. It must have been at least two years ago. So obviously they'll remember. All our listeners remember everything, obviously. I don't, but they do. So what we'd like to concentrate on is how you came to this country and what you've been doing since you've been here and plans for the future, because obviously uh, Dr Jacob Rumbiak is the only person from the West Papuan government who's actually living outside West Papua. And I understand, what's your official title these days? Uh, my title in the uh, transition government of West Papua is uh, uh, Coordinator Minister for, for Foreign Affairs, Immigration and Trade, but I'm uh, co- uh, concentrating on uh, uh, Foreign Affairs. And uh, just uh, last year I uh, elected uh, one f- of uh, five executive officers of United Liberation Movement for West Papua. Uh, three group in uh, this body, uh, we work very close. Mm. So tell us about the Provisional Government of West Papua. When was it formed and what's its role and it, how is it structured? Uh, 
That's a transition government called Federal Republic of West Papua, elect by uh, majority Papuans uh, since uh, October 2011. So that's elected by uh, uh, 312 different tribes leader. So uh, we came with a, a combination Uh, democratic system and also modern system. So uh, presidents always come from tribe council and uh, prime minister as head of uh, government uh, come from modern political organization. So we combine it. Uh, but uh, later uh, we have Let's some... Let's go back to 2011. Yeah. Now, how many members of the provisional government were there in 2011? Uh, we have uh, 33 departments. 33, right. 33, and uh, a member of uh, parliament, is said uh, we have uh, 550. Uh, but uh, uh, some uh, uh, leader from Indonesia in Pacific look that say we West Papua still have uh, two uh, very important uh, movement not join with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is an uh, old organization called OPM under uh, coalition. IPM, uh, yeah. Yeah, and one is uh, under uh, parliament, national parliament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they call us to uh, unite it. So we come with the United Liberation Movement of West Papua. I was born in Vanuatu. Uh, facilitate. Uh, we'll, we'll, go, we'll, go back. we'll just do it step by step because uh, for you, It's your bread and butter. You breathe it every day. You breathe and live it. For a lot of listeners, it doesn't mean much. So what I'm trying to do is get them to understand yeah. what's happening and your role uh, in what's happening. So we'll, we'll go back a few years. When did you come to Australia? Uh, I just arrived in Australia uh, uh, 7 of September uh, 1999. 99. Where were you before that? Uh, before I spent uh, 10 years in the in jail. So you spent 10 years in jail. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Indonesian jail. Ah, uh, yeah. So I moved from Papua to Jakarta, I said 3,000 miles from mm-hmm. uh, different, uh, 12 different uh, prisons. So eight mm-hmm. uh, military camp and four is a civil prison. So they moved me from island to island until I arrived in central. Uh, city of uh, Indonesia, capital city, Jakarta. So you're arrested in, what, 1989, Uh, the children to can work with all uh, our national tribe, mm. educate them to understand what we struggle for, mm. and they also must understand about how become good boxer. So in the boxer they have a rule. So right, in struggle right. also we have rule. rules. I assume when you spent your ten years in Indonesian prisons, they looked after you very well. Three course <laughs> meals. Uh, Television, computer, is that correct? No. Well, that's what they tell me. That's what the <laughs> Indonesians tell me. What was li- life like in an Indonesian prison for a political prisoner? Uh, I always call uh, it's like a beautiful flower. Mm-hmm. The life is uh, in uh, one uh, position, it's like nearly die, others uh, very sick, mm-hmm. others uh, nearly collapse, mm-hmm. others. Uh, uh, must stand up 
and never uh, surrender. Mm. Uh, so uh, my principle is uh, how uh, become good freedom fighter is uh, we should create small heaven in the place we stay. Mm. Although that's very bad, but we should create it. When we can't doing it, we will lose. Mm. Mm. So we should s- uh, create uh, other space in difficult to keep soul is uh, strong because when soul is too strong and physical mm. can help. So physically, what was it like those ten years? Uh, the food is a very rotten food. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put mix like uh, grass and vegetables not cook. Mm-hmm. So our place stays slept like this. That's uh, like whole uh, toilet must pass. That's one. So, mm-hmm. so how many people there. would be in a cell? Uh, um, at the time, uh, uh, lots of us and I put in uh, that that sentence uh, area separate from. Uh, so you put in a deaf in the deaf. That death sentence. That sentence. Uh, so I, you had actually been sentenced to death, had you, in 1988? Yeah, I punished for that sentence, and it's come to life sentence. Right. Uh, but uh, I believe that Jakarta, they knew that uh, what I did is educate our children. So what was the charge? Uh, this charge is uh, uh, treason, uh, treason, was it? Treason, yes. or they call it subversion. Subversion. Want to crack down uh, right. uh, current government, but I said no because our our land occupied by them. Mm. We not occupy Jakarta or mm. Indonesian territory. Mm. Never. Mm. Were you physically abused or tortured while you're in prison? Yeah. Uh, well, can you describe? Yeah, they use electric. Uh, also, what electric prods? Prods to how mm. push me to talk talk to military. This who's. You know, who's involved? involved. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, they would try to find governor and all academic or mm. uh, politician and lawyer. They involved, but so torture was routine. Yes, routine. Right. And Until, have, you, have you got any um, ongoing physical issues because of the imprisonment and torture, or physical and mental issues today? Uh, I think sometime when I came here, sometime I slept and. Like right. wake up. No, I, I like, noticed that you walk with a limp. Is that is, <laughs> yes, is, yes? Is that from that or? Something? I think maybe yes, because my uh, my grandpa, until my father now already eighty six. Right. My grandma passed away one hundred and three. One hundred and three. Right. My grandpa one hundred and seventeen. Right. right. Uh, but I'm a one sickness than other, other brothers and sister. Right. That's why my father said. Oh, I don't know, you other brothers and sisters, they still help, but you, you're not. See, you're always but sick. I said, yeah. Well, I spent 10 years in prison and I was yeah. tortured. So, why were you released? When were you released first and why? Uh, I released because uh, I believe that uh, uh, this is my belief. I believe that uh, someone uh, keep my soul mm-hmm. behind my my movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but second is a big pressure also from international mm-hmm. and inside uh, West Papua, but at the time it's a reformation in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So I believe that uh, uh, three actors uh, also involved to allow me outside, but at the time I still house arrest from 1999 to 2007. House uh, arrest. House arrest. But 
uh, at the time. Um, where, so like, what you were released in what in Jakarta And when East Timor get a uh, um, like issue for referendum, and West Papua start wake up, they mm-hmm. wake up. Mm-hmm. So uh, in face of uh, January 1999, America called to Jakarta to allow me to to Jakarta to Papua to meet with the uh, all Papuan leader. Mm-hmm. So at the time I talked to Jakarta, that say I I only can meet with civil rights movement leader, mm-hmm. not political or right. military. Right. Uh, so they asked why. I said, yeah, I want to show that uh, the movement in West Papua is not uh, what they blame to us. That's all. That's only small people. That's from our political movement, Jacob, and Liberation Army. But mm-hmm. I want to show that, that this comes from uh, majority people of West Papua. Mm-hmm. It means the movement is not us, so, but so, them. So, so how did you get to Australia? Uh, I came to Australia after uh, when I was in in uh, Japan, uh, July 1999. Hang on, hang on. But you're under house arrest. You weren't I, supposed I was to leave Jakarta. So how did you get from <laughs> Jakarta to Japan? That's, that's, that's why I say that's a, a miracle. I right. always move. Uh, my movement in my life is a, uh, it's like I can explain that it's uh, impossible. Yeah, but how did you get to Japan? That's possible. I invited by uh, University of Tokyo mm-hmm. and uh, Sofia University to uh, make, make speak there. Right. S- uh, so at the time, uh, government of Indonesia allowed me. They say they call it reformation government. Mm-hmm. Allowed me to flew to Japan. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, um, I should move to Europe or Australia. But Sanana contacted me. He said, that, oh, brother, you should come in back. I need... You uh, advised to me about your experience. 90, uh, 1969, you have time for a friend and why you failed. Mm. So mm. he contacted me, so I, I flew back to Jakarta. Mm-hmm. So when I arrived, they interviewed me for 11 hours in the air, airport. Mm. And uh, after that, I met with Sanana. And he said that uh, I already organized someone to help you to come to East Timor. Mm-hmm. And then at the time I laughed, I said, well, you know, that's say Indonesia. Yeah. When someone, you know, political prisoner or under house can't move. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, uh, we can look. So he, he can't promise something. But uh, later I understood that say, he wanted to I learn something mm. because he talked to me a few times. And then I said, that's Ramos Horta said, your movement outside is dead because you haven't have good diplomat. Hmm. So we want to look, maybe possible you're going out and you help your people. Right, so they were suggesting that you're wasting your life yeah. sitting in uh, 
basically in home detention yeah. in Jakarta. You already wasted it 10 years yeah. in jail and you had another eight or nine years at home yeah. detention and they could extend that any time they like. Yeah. So how did you get out of Indonesia? Uh, yeah, that says someone organized me by one group, organization they call Solidamor. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Indonesian Solidarity for East Timor. Uh, for East Timor yeah. mm. So by someone organized my ticket and at the time I flew uh, together with the uh, military prepare in the run uh, airport of military also mm-hmm. uh, in Jakarta. So at the time I flew uh, together with the flew where to East Timor, right? Uh, two o'clock in the morning was was East Timor still under Indonesian rule? Yeah, yeah. Right. So at the time uh, I flew mm-hmm. on second of August nineteen ninety nine. I didn't believe that. I flew same same time with uh, uh, seven colonel already prepared for uh, organize a strategic to defense East Timor. Mm. So we flew from uh, uh, Jakarta from uh, military air force air, uh, runway to uh, central Jaka- uh, Java to uh, pick another two colonel, mm-hmm. uh, and then. Uh, at the time, uh, I flew by Hercules, Indonesian Hercules. Mm. So Hercules. you got to East Timor. East Timor. And what happened there? So when we on the way on on fly flew, um, one of uh, volunteer from Indonesia she got the asthma. So uh, I'm very sorry. So uh, I also use military uh, jumper, mm-hmm. and so because she's uh, very nearly dead, so I opened my jumper to mm. help her. her. Yep. And then General Sakri, he looked at me. He's in the, the airplane. He came here, hey, Mr. Rumbek, you want to go to East Timor? I said, yes. That's because we flew from uh, Central Java mm. to Bimasakti province and from Bimasakti to Dili. Yeah. So this from Bimasakti to Dili. Uh, General Sakri looked at me, so he came and said, oh, you want to come to East Timor? I said, yes. So he said, it, you know, dangerous. I said, it's right. I only want to tourist like that. So when we arrive, and then uh, by East Timor, I escaped to Australia. Uh, I, I, can you tell us how you got to Australia from East Timor? Yeah. And when I arrived on 2nd of August in Delhi, and mm-hmm. uh, I only spent one week, and then I moved to Eastern Timor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was in Eastern Timor, until referendum uh was and they, they announced that the majority was uh, is Timor independent, and at the time situation is very dangerous. And uh, later in seven of September nineteen ninety nine, first Hercules landed to uh, you know evacuate uh, all uh, UN member. Yep. So I also part of the first uh, Hercules out out. Australia. You got to Darwin, was it? Or? Darwin, yes. So. When you arrived there in 1999, um, how were you treated? Uh, yes, uh, when I arrived, uh, we we were on the way, and my friend from the IFET, uh, friends of, from Canada, from America, mm. from Holland, from Kiwi, Australia, mm. Mm. they believed that I will put in uh, um, immigration detention, so they give money, set right. this money for you, and I said, well, hang on. I have a, I, I grew up in uh, spirit, so mm. I know uh, when I lose 
something from the humans, I still was my last one still in what I believe. Mm. So it's all right. They said, but they can kill you. I said, it's all right. Because uh, only the life is true. Better when we doing something for right one, mm. and then I believe I will die with uh, peace. So h- how long were you held in detention in Australia? Uh, no, so when I arrived, and mm. then uh, three of us, we haven't have, uh, you know, identity mm. like passport. Right, right. So Bishop Bello, mm. one priest, and me. Mm-hmm. So when we arrived in Darwin, uh, big demonstra- demonstration, people already around 800,000 outside. So uh, immigration, they looked at uh, Bishop Bello and others, so they... No, they knew that situation in steamer, so they said, "Okay, you two of you pass to uh, Red Cross." Mm-hmm. So when I came, the, my friend they looked, so and then they asked me, I said, "So where are you from?" I said, "I'm from uh, West Papua, but I came without passport." Okay, so they asked my identity. I said, "I said that I'm a, a political prisoner still until 2007." Mm-hmm. So they check my document in, mm-hmm. and they find it. So yes, this is him. So uh, they said, okay, now we we pass you, you you work with the uh, Red Cross, and then later you will make decision you want to beg or no. It's not so, like what happened today. That's miracle. If you arrive today, yes. we would send you back. Yes. It's different, isn't it? Different. So at the time, uh, uh, I got... That uh, was even during the Howard government. Yeah, was. Howard government. Yeah. And... Yeah. How things have changed. So every time I stay, and mm. uh, uh, October, no, uh, November, no, October, I think mid end of no, October, mm. Sanana Gusmao and the transition government of Timor they arrived in Darwin. So Sanana make a one note to um, Fedra. Fedra, I think he's a chairman of Timor, Dr. Fedra. Right, he's from right, Chile. Right. But he speaks Basenesia very well. And mm-hmm. His wife... Uh, from East Timor, and they always said that my face similar with her brother. So they adopt, she adopted me as a, her brother. Mm. So Sanana wrote a letter to me by Fedra, said that, so Jacob, can you come because we have a dinner with the uh, federal government. So at the time I came, so he introduced me to Pili Paradox. Mm-hmm. And then Pili Paradox, I said, okay, uh, I have uh, one young lawyer. His name is uh, Jonathan Hunier. Mm-hmm. He's from Latino America. Mm-hmm. So he's helped me. So he's helped me. So two months later, I got a permanent resident for 10 years. Well, that's, that, that's, that's incredible, really, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Right. So when you came to Australia, did you know anybody? No. Only I meet with... Um, Someone in uh, in uh, first time I meet with one uh, ABC journalist, uh, no, that's not Andrew name. Andrew Kilfer. Yeah, right. And then, but, I, but there, were, there were no other. Were there West Papuans in Australia? No, no, nothing. Nothing. No, so no. you just it's as if you arrived on Mars. Yes, I only like in Mars. So those I meet is like. Uh, at the time I arrived and I went slept in the beach so they tried to find me they said hey crocodile can eat you yeah. I said that's the first friend he said slept in the beach yeah. <laughs> it's so, in Darwin, yeah. Darwin. so uh, after that uh, Brian Mining from uh, Union 
He's a one uh, old which, man. Which union? Uh, trade union. Yeah, you don't know which trade union? Which, uh, which he, he's from Maritime. Maritime Union Maritime. of Australia, MUA. Yep. He's already dead. Yeah, yeah. So what, they adopted you? He's adopted me and yeah. he said, I have a all big truck. So when you want to meeting in Melbourne or in Sydney, you will sleep in truck. So I start mm-hmm. by truck. Mm-hmm. From Darwin to here, come talking in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so yes. what, people were arranging for you to talk about West Papua, were they? Yes, at the time. Uh, so the Maritime Union of Australia was instrumental in helping you? or uh, Yes, uh, when uh, mm-hmm. uh, Louis and uh, Christy uh, Sanana uh, wife, uh, before they married. Mm. So uh, Christy and Louis, they organised. Christy called me to, mm-hmm. she, she said that we, we invite you. But I didn't know that's my birthday in March 2000. Mm. So I came to her house, and then she said, now we give Luis and Bettina, I think one of a uh, woman from Latino America. Yes. Can, uh, maybe, doctor, you know Bettina. Mm. So Chrissy said, now these two girls, we, I give to you to help you. Mm-hmm. And then that's, by them, they uh, uh, introduced me to a uh, late, uh, 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 that's uh, Brian Mining. Mm. And then by that way I come here. So, so when did you come to Melbourne? I came um, May 2000. Why Melbourne? Uh, it's the furthest place away apart from Hobart from West Papua. Uh, I, I learn and I hear that Mel- when I want to business, better I stay in Sydney. Mm-hmm. But when you want to become freedom fighter, come to Melbourne because that's, ah, that's good place. advice. Best <laughs> advice you ever had. Yes. Best advice you ever had. So that's I, yeah. I choose because this is the yeah. right place. I should because I learn, but also I want to prove this right. Mm. Someone tell me. No, it, it's true. It's you should true. come to Melbourne yeah. when yeah. you want to yeah. still yeah. become freedom fighter. Yeah. Yeah. That's why right. right. I mean, it's a, a bigger and a more diverse radical milieu. That's right. <laughs> In Melbourne, that's right. So you've been here since the year 2000. What have you been doing? What, watching uh, TV or something and in your famos? I still keep um, fishing. I'm going to fishing. <laughs> fishing? Fishing. And then I still try to... Uh, I try to get the way fishing. I need fishing. With a fishing line? F- Every time I use a traditional, not use, so someone oh, said, yeah, traditional. in here you must use fishing line. Where, you, where did you go fishing? At uh, Port Phillip uh, Harbour. Or, that's uh, The Harbour. Harbour uh, in St Kilda there. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have caught anything. Oh, I, I got lots of uh, fish. Really? At that time, uh, yeah. late, um, I forgot uh, the man uh, already passed away. Um uh, he's also helped Estimor, uh, Sc- David Scott. Yep. He's the one have a boat. He said, Son, Ah, you're on a boat, not off the pier. Uh, because he saw that <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was on the pier. Yeah. pier, so he said, I want to help you by boat. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, why you want to help me? He said, oh, son, I heard you from Noonford Island. I said, yes. He said, oh, my God, Second World War, I bomb you island. I said, right. now you should pay me back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so... Uh, I start doing it to thinking that this is the right place, but I want to meet with the right leader here mm-hmm. to help so me. Ha- ha- how did you start establishing what is now 
a very vibrant and effective West Papuan independence movement in Melbourne. How did you start? I start because I hear that say we have Australia West Papua Association based in here. What was it uh, called? Australia West Papua West Papua Association was based all, in Melbourne, uh, right? Uh, so they call Mm-hmm. and uh, who who mentioned to me is uh, um, um, I forgot uh, his name, uh, Pat Wolves. Mm-hmm. Pat Wolves said to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the time, I want to build uh, one group I call uh, Weping West Papua International Network. But they invite me to come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, Patrol said, that's, oh, you, you Papua have a desk in here with this steamer, but because the violence, so they're already gone. So I asked, what the name of a group? They said, Aupa. So uh, he, he explained it, Aupa in here in, the, in Mel- uh, Sydney. So he asked me, he said, that I hear that you want to open one organization and you run it. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes. So he said, how about this uh, desk? I said, oh, maybe I, I continue it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I continued and then I start build AUPA around Australia. Wow. And then AUPA from here moved to Sydney. Mm-hmm. They knew that I opened AUPA in, in Perth. Mm-hmm. I prepared in here. <coughs> Also mm-hmm. in uh, South Africa, uh, South Australia, mm-hmm. also uh, Northern Territory right. and Tasmania, mm-hmm. and then I went to Fiji uh, to uh, build the link and New Zealand. But uh, I feel that uh, I can't doing something until uh, I should get a strong base in Melbourne first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the time I work, but it's not not too strong because uh, uh, that's not. Uh, political uh, office or that's Australia mm-hmm. Association. So yep. I should not infiltrate in them, but I should send them information. Yes, and they can help me. Right. So at this time, you at this time you were still alone. Uh, this time, no, because now, uh, thank you. Not uh, now, now, but I mean, it, it, when you first for the first few years, yes, you were working by yourself. Yeah. Did you have any contact with West Papua? Would you? Uh, at make? the time, uh, inside, yes, inside, uh, I I have uh, uh, eighty thousand children movement, mm-hmm. uh, and that's only in West Papua. And then at the time, I tried to uh, distribute the power in the South Sulawesi Island, mm-hmm. North. Jaffa and Bali, mm-hmm. uh, because I uh, believe that uh, we can't strong when we only have a movement inside West Papua. Right. We should have a movement in the Indonesian territory. So you're following the um, advice you were given by the uh, East Timorese, that you yeah. needed a very strong yes. external presence, because obviously you couldn't win the armed struggle there yes. against the Indonesian. That's right. So it was a, diff- it, it was a change in time. What did the other resistant movements that were in West Papua at that time... Uh, at the time... What, what, did, what, did, what did they think about this change in strategy? Uh, they, they're very uh, happy, because at the time, uh, our old uh, leader thinking that uh, only movement can get by Liberation Army... Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, myself, uh, after a uh, new era, I think that uh, it, it's not right. In the uh, uh, old era until 1960s, I think, okay, military is maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that's uh, a solution. But in the new era, I think uh, we should have uh, four wings of the movement must work very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a political 
win. We must have a diplomatic, we must intelligent, and we have military. military uh, but this four can work when we have a three area must work harmonious so that can uh, back up this four mm. uh, line of the movement. That's uh, we should organize our uh, own movement inside Papua by people power. So I always said that we should stand on two feet. So when you, uh, Dr. Joe, you look at uh, one of my book, before I, I draw the picture, uh, our casuari only standing on one feet and the, he wants to kick. So mm-hmm. one feet is up, right. not strong. So now the casuari feet is must both. That means we need uh, resistant political uh, movement and civil rights movement. And then that's strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so inside must stand on two f- feet. And then also we must have strong support by Indonesian side mm-hmm. uh, and international. International, I look, already worked. And then last mm-hmm. we'll yesterday. Go, we'll go. No, 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 no. We, we do this step by step. Yes. Again, the trouble is we don't want to confuse people. You know yeah. your struggle. You yeah. breathe it. You live it. Most people have no idea. Yes. Look, it's 4.33. This is Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Dale Bridge is doing all the technical stuff, and I'm interviewing Dr Jacob Rumbiak, who is the uh, Foreign Minister and Trade and Immigration Minister for the Provisional Government of West Papua. And we're just looking about how to build the movement uh, in Australia. So when do you think things started to turn for you as an individual and as a movement in Australia? When do you think things people started to listen? Uh, after uh, I worked for I, I looked at 10 years 10 years? 10 years since uh, 1999 mm-hmm. uh, after 10 years and those always watch me mm-hmm. uh, they believe that uh, what's I'm doing is the right. Right now. Because uh, they also can't hear me. Mm-hmm. They need a witness. That's this this person. He talk about his people right mm. or he follow someone. Talk to him. Did the influx of young people who came across in the canoe in 2006, was that a positive um, thing for the movement here in Australia? Yes. Were, you, were most of them... Uh, Incorporated into the work you were doing? Yes, yes. It's cooperated with uh, uh, what I have been doing. Mm -hmm. And also it's part of a a diplomatic uh, movement. And I always say that uh, uh, that's needs because uh, we need the world uh, also must questioning why they come out, Mm. what happened inside. Mm And for what and for whose? Uh, so uh, when they arrive in here, uh, uh, Doctor uh, Jim Emsley said that uh, after forty-three asylum seekers arrived in here, the movement of West Papua already dead for thirty years. It's wake up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the issue issue of uh, forty-three is not only Australia, but it's involved Europe, America, and Japan. Mm. So. Uh, that's one of the mission. I look that it's like a turn point, like in East Timor uh, when Santa Cruz was. Yeah. Because after that is, uh, situation, it's bring the issue already dead back to the uh, front or up, up yeah, and so people start serious to look 
what happened in Istimo. That's right. The people's consciousness began to be raised. Yes. Now, you said that in 2011 you fought, the Provisional Government of West Papua was formed and you were a designated Foreign Minister and Minister for Trade and Immigration. Now, you're the only member of that Provisional Government outside West Papua, is that correct? Yes. There's nobody else in an official capacity? No, not outside. And what's happened to the other 33 members? Have some been killed or arrested or are they all still...? Uh, one of our uh, uh, Minister of uh, um, Interior, mm-hmm. yeah, he's killed. He was murdered. He was murdered after back from uh, Vanuatu, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Uh, Arongiar, Domingo Sarongiar. And what, what year was that? Uh, that's uh, end of uh, December mm. uh, 2011. And, and were people imprisoned who were in West Papua part of the provisional government? Yeah, at the time, uh, 800 uh, people got caught and mm-hmm. uh, six killed. Mm-hmm. And five leader, that's a president, prime minister, also a secretary, state of secretary, and uh, head of police, federal police. Uh, they got caught, so they punished for three years. Three years. Yeah. Right. Okay. And they're all released now, are they? Uh, already released in uh, 2014. 14. Now, since 2011, you've been ramping up your diplomatic efforts you know, as an organisation. So what type of things have been happening that are important as far as the West Papua independence struggle is concerned? Yeah, uh, after um, um, Ted Congress 2011 came with Federal Republic of West Papua, Indonesia still look that uh, this uh, transition government is not not uh, supported by majority. Mm-hmm. And we have... Uh, um, coalition leader based outside West Papua, uh, they also claim that uh, they are uh, West Papua representative outside. Uh, and the reality inside West Papua is uh, run by uh, federal and KNPB is a front line of national parliament. Mm-hmm. So they look to uh, leadership strong inside and uh, Outside the coalition leader, all based outside, and mm-hmm. the transition government outside, mm-hmm. not to work with two, that's the executive and parliament inside. Mm-hmm. So, um, when 2013 July, um, Melanesian Speaker Group calling to three group must come together. Right. So when was this? Uh, 2004 July. 2012? Uh, uh, 2014. 14. So 14. where was that meeting held? Uh, that's uh, uh, July 2014 when Melanesian Group meeting in Port Moresby, Papua New Guinea. Right. And, so uh, what's, just for, for listeners, what is the Melanesian Spearhead Group? Uh, Melanesian Spearhead Group is a front line of a legal state nation country, member of UN from Melanesian nation country. It's uh, Papua New Guinea, mm-hmm. Solomon, Fiji. Vanuatu and uh, New Caledonia. New Caledonia right. uh, so New Caledonia is uh, not under France, but the uh, em- embryo of uh, a future country they call uh, FLN KS. Mm-hmm. So these five of them is a part of a uh, Melanesian Spear group. So, so in 2014, you were basically asked to unify, were you? Yeah. yeah. So what were the three groups that were asked to unify? Uh, 
That's a three group is a, a Federal Republic of West Papua elected. Uh, the provisional government, yes. yes, which you represent. Yes, right. and national parliament uh, that uh, uh, was born in uh, uh, 2011 also. Mm-hmm. So what uh, is the national parliament? National parliament is the uh, tra- transition parliament. Uh, continue, uh, parliament was born in 1961. Right, right, okay. Yeah. So that was the original. Original one. Right. And uh, coalition... Coalition is a former uh, the movement uh, called OPM. Mm-hmm. That's the armed struggle. Armed struggle one. Right. So the uh, OPM is the what? What is that? What was those three stand uh, for? Uh, OPM uh, they base outside the, in Holland, also mm-hmm. Papua New Guinea, but right. military is uh, inside, mm-hmm. and military also they split not together. So there, there, are, there are different factions inside yes. West Papua. Three factions. Inside. Three factions of yeah. the OPM. Yes. Not a very good. Oh, that's that's why we late. Yeah. So uh, the leader of MSG said that's uh, better. Three of you join together. And this happened in Port Moresby. In and that's a uh, uh, questioning in Port Moresby. Right. Uh, was in July. Uh, right. So they were basically saying that the the Melanesian spearhead group was not going to support you unless you had a unified front. Is that That's correct? Right. That's correct. So what? Then you had another meeting in Vanuatu, and and, and then uh, Vanuatu government mm-hmm. uh, they uh, facilitate a unity meeting in Port Vila, Vanuatu, mm-hmm. uh, between November twenty nine to six of December two thousand and fourteen. Right. Uh, and also uh it's facilitated by uh the the pacific council of uh uh churches uh and also tribe council of Vanuatu mm-hmm. uh, so uh they worked very close and uh they facilitate a unity meeting and then we came with the uh, uh saralana agreement Uh, What's the agreement? Saralana. Right. Saralana is uh, the name of a uh, National Tribe Council of Chief uh, mm-hmm. Office. Uh, so we come in a tra- tra- traditional Melanesian agreement mm-hmm. and also uh, witnessed by uh, government of Vanuatu, mm-hmm. Solomon, Fiji, uh, New Caledonia, Papua New Guinea. Right. Uh, so there was the unity meeting it was successful. So successful. You've, you've now, for the first time since 1961, you've got a, a united yeah. front. That's right. So the Indonesians are facing a united West Papuan yes. opposition. Yes. Okay. So what was the next step that you took? Uh, and after, ne- next step is uh, we enroll West Papua to uh, uh, Melanesian Speaker Group uh, Secretariat. Right. Secretariat based in uh, Port Vila, Vanuatu. So, you, what do you mean you enrolled? Uh, we enrolled to calling, right. calling uh, MEC to accept us back to home of Melanesian. Right. Because over the 50 years, Indonesian as Malay, they claim that West Papua is Indonesia, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. They are one try to uh, uh, control Melanesian territory. Mm-hmm. And claim that we West Papua is Indonesia. So, were you trying to get the same recognition as the Kanaks from New Caledonia? Correct. Right. Yes. So, so, what was the recognition that you eventually won? Uh, last year, we recognised ASEP as a uh, observer status. Mm-hmm. Observer status. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. And this December, uh, between twenty to twenty-three, 
uh, we will become full member. All right. Now, there's a lot of problems, I understand, getting your observer status. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand that Indonesia also obtained observer status. Is that correct? Uh, their, their status is... Uh, um, uh, associate members. They're associate members. Associate members. They're not full members. No. Right. So what's when is the next meeting that's going to be held? Uh, next December. This December uh, between uh, between uh, twenty to twenty three. Right. Is that in Port Villa? Is it? Yes. And what and what are you aiming for as an organizer, as a United West Papuan uh, that's independence a, movement? Uh, recognition is uh, we are full member. Full member. Full member. and right. uh, So you're going from observer status to full member, not associate member. No. Right. What's what's the feeling like? Uh, do you think it's possible? What's the? Feeling? Uh, yes, I believe possible because we are Melanesian. Yeah, but the Indonesian government has got a lot of money which they like to throw yeah. around in Melanesian states. Yeah, look like. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think look like uh, they, they will going for. Right. But... Uh, I want to uh, tell you... We've got plenty of time. We've got another 15 minutes. Relax. So we have uh, three uh, will come in December. Right. Uh, Recognition is a full member. Mm -hmm. And it's part of how our Melanesians, a nation, they they bring our back to our home. Yes. And that is uh, our status, our, our... Status of a ULMWP, uh, UL, will change to nation state of West Papua. So your status. So, if you get a f- full membership of the uh, Melanesian Spearhead Group, how does that how does that uh, advantage you in your struggle? Does, uh, that, does that mean international recognition, United Nations, and all that's that? Right. That's right. Uh, that's when we will become full member. Mm-hmm. That's mean five. Uh, Legal state, nation, country, member of UN, they all recognize our status as nation state. As a nation state? Nation state. So what's that? Vanuatu, Papua New Guinea? Vanuatu, Papua New Guinea, Solomons, uh, Fiji, and Kanak. But also we have uh, from Polynesia and Micronesia, Mm -hmm. Tonga, Tuvalu, Samoa, Mm -hmm. uh, Marshall Islands. Palau, they also uh, stand That's a significant voting block in the United Nations. Yes. So how do you see things progressing over the next few years? uh, It's very, very, very uh, interesting because before I thought that maybe we only have a small one like Vanuatu. Mm -hmm. But uh, after uh, uh, the movement is going up and we also uh, try to uh, lobby our link in a Melanesian country like Solomon, Vanuatu, Fiji, yep. and they have a link, diplomatic link with other Polynesian Micronesia, mm-hmm. and uh, I think by that way uh, we have also support from uh, Pacific. Last last July, uh, Prime Minister Sugafare from Solomon, he set up uh, what we call uh, Pacific Coalition, and now uh, Pacific Coalition uh, ongoing lobbying with Africa Caribbea. Right. to get support from the uh, European Union. Right. So, uh, are you actually able to access the decolonisation program in the United Nations? I, if, believe, I believe you can get it. Right. Yeah. And that would actually put 
you up there in terms of world people taking an interest in what's happening in West Papua. That's right. So Mm -hmm. we're going to two ways to how we can get the colonization. Mm -hmm. One uh, one way is uh, we we want to get two-thirds by get uh, a UN uh, member, uh, 193 country member of UN. Mm -hmm. That's why we want to get support from MSG, Pacific, Africa, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we already have link with Africa, Caribbean, mm-hmm. and then we, they want to p- push. Uh, now they still prepare uh, the called draft resolution with mm-hmm. the European Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not enough, so now I also work with the two member uh, to uh, work in uh, Africa. So Benny Wenda, he's our spokesperson. He's uh, run a campaign in uh, South Africa, in Western Africa and me, uh, North and Eastern Africa. So uh, we look, that's, uh, that's part of how we want to get majority force in UN mm. to uh, end all West Papua decolonization. But one way, we try to use international lawyer or uh, ICG. Mm. So uh, ICG, is so we need only one country to questioning the UN about uh, transferring West Papua to UN nineteen sixty two because they transferred and the decision made uh, that's uh, uh, outside the principle of UN that's uh, the order must come from uh, UN uh, Trusteeship Council but at that time come by New York Agreement. Do you actually think it's uh, realistic? Why would Indonesia loosen its grip on West Papua? I mean, there are many, many Indonesians now in West Papua for the transmigration program, almost as many West Papuans, and it is a very, very resource-rich area. Do you uh, think what the world thinks would make any difference to them? I, I, we, our struggle is not only for West Papua. Mm-hmm. Uh, in February 2011, I invited by President of SBA, uh, uh, General Susilo uh, Bambang Yudhoyono, and I explained to him that uh, uh, West Papua's future is also Indonesia your future. Right. We understand the problem make you scared. Mm. It's about foreign debt. The money they borrow from outside now already 11, uh, they call 11 trillion rupiah. That's right. very high. Mm. Mm. So, that's a foreign debt. Second is about poverty. Mm. And third is about the people now in Papua. Mm. That's around 1.6 million. Mm. Would, you, would, you, would your movement accept autonomy within an Indonesian no. framework? No. Because at that time I invited, President already recognized the special autonomy already failed. Mm-hmm. But this problem to us, because the international Australia... Brussels, Canberra still believe that special autonomy is the solution. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned to them, I said, no, special autonomy already fails. So self-determination is the solution. Right. That's Papua and they choose. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think you'll return to West Papua? Uh, I will return when uh, all changes. When things change. Yes. You can't return now, obviously. No. no. no Unless when I invite, like 2011, direct invite by president. Yes. And I went yes. there. All right. Yeah. Now, just a few more boring questions, not interesting questions like we have. Now, as you know, the um, 
the West Papuan Independence Movement office was opened in June nine, uh, June 2014, yes. and the West Papuan Rent Collective provides the rent for a very nice office in Docklands, yes. which obviously are an emerging nation-state needs. Yes. But has that office played any role in this independence struggle? Oh, it's so big. It's a one of our status there. And I would like to tell you, Joe, thank you very much for you and all, uh, you know, supporter, because uh, 2014, 15, until now, that's office, only one office on the world. Uh, Excuse me, one office. One on. office, uh, you know, formal office in the world. Mm -hmm. We have one in uh, uh, Senegal. Right. Uh, 1972, but because uh, conflict leader and it's closed. It's closed, right? This one only one on the world, and it's very help supply all material to support uh, reconciliation, also support uh, underground in Vanuatu, also Solomon, and it's also uh, uphold our our identity because Indonesia and international they knew that's only. Uh, uh, defeat office is out outside this one in, in here in Dockland. Uh, so it's very, it's work. I can say that's that's uh, already uh, offer than what we 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 thought. Maybe people before, uh, maybe other people look like small, but mm. now like the world also recognize in Jakarta they recognize that's. Uh, uh, Remote control of the movement around the world is in Melbourne. In Melbourne, in right. Melbourne. Well, it's good to know. Look, uh, all those people who are members of the Rent Collective, um, I'd just like to remind you that there is a end-of-year get-together yeah. at the uh, Art Gallery at the Australian Catholic University, 26 Brunswick Street, on Sunday the 11th of December from 1pm. Now, everybody's invited. If you want to be a member of the Rent Collective... As you heard Jacob say, the foreign minister, that uh, that office is pivotal to uh, their work. We have had a few members die and a number of members drop out, and we do urgently need new members. So if you want to become a member, give me a ring on 0439 395 489 or come along. You don't have to ring me. Just come along on the 11th of December. Now, tomorrow is an important day for West Papua. What's tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow is the 1st of December. Uh, to remembering uh, uh, what uh, our first uh, parliament elected by democratic system in 1961 mm -hmm. to come with uh, our um, uh, attribute preparing for future country of West Papua. At the time, they prepare our national anthem, mm -hmm. our national flag, Morning Star, also national emblem. That's uh, are you raising the Morning Star here in Melbourne? Uh, yes. Uh, where, where, when and where? The other committee they already prepared for uh, rising in uh, um, in uh, un trade union. Uh, Tri trade hall. Trade hall. So I just back from Africa, so... You're not I, sure of the exact time? Yes. We'll but find out before tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, so the flag's going to be raised tomorrow? Tomorrow, yes. Right. So I, I also want to uh, tell the world that uh, just I read the very dangerous situation now in Papua. Just announced by Kornato, uh, Minister of Political and Security Affairs, Wiranto. He won when Estimor uh, referendum and big uh, against humanity in Estimor is him. Mm -hmm. Now he's give order that tomorrow when demonstrate 
Are they preparing for uh, rice the flag and the order for shoot and cuts? Yeah, every, well, every year. And remember, I was at the West Park when uh, Independence, uh, you know, Red Collective, the Office Red Collective um, gathering last year, and mm. he told us about nine people who'd been shot yeah. for having killed for having the audacity of trying to raise the flag in West yeah. Papua. Yes. I mean, to us, you know, it's, there's no risk, but obviously there'll be many people be putting their lives at risk in West Papua tomorrow. Yes, but uh, yeah. I want to tell that uh, yeah. the um, warning is not make Papua scared because no. yesterday uh, we have uh, Indonesian uh, solidarity for West Papua, the call Front, Front Rakyat Indonesia or uh, yeah. uh, uh, people, Indonesian people France, mm. special for support referendum in West Papua. Right. They prepare and tomorrow also the uh, Uh, organize around 200 people to demonstrate in front of uh, President Palace in Jakarta. Well, that's interesting. And that's around Papua yeah. and around the world. We'll see what happens. Well, thank you very much, Jacob. And uh, we, are we going to see any West Papuan activists at Eureka Day on the 3rd on Saturday? Of course. Maybe I also will come. I hope I will Good. come. Well, that's excellent because we're going to have an uh, interesting day from 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. And the West Papuans over the last... Four years have been an integral part of that because it's yes. quite interesting. Eureka Day, which is important to Australians, 3rd of December, West Papua. 1st of December, as I say to people, if you come at 4am, by about 5 when the daylight breaks, in one corner of the sky you've got the morning star, yes. which is the symbol of West Papua and West Papua independence struggle. And in the other corner you've got, you've got uh, the Southern, Southern Cross, Cross, which is the symbol of Australian independence. Beautiful. So it's a wonderful morning. On the battle site, sacred ground, where uh, many, many uh, people died upholding the same freedoms and principles that you uphold. Jacob, all the best for the future. Congratulations on the office. Congratulations on your success. And hopefully before I die and you die, and maybe Dale dies, hopefully she's got an extra 20 years. We still look. We will see West Papua independence. All the best. Merdeka. Cross. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that the boat is leaking Everybody knows the captain lied Everybody got this broken feeling Like their father or their dog just died Everybody talking to their pockets Everybody wants a box of chocolates At the long stem road Everybody knows Everybody knows that you love me, baby Everybody knows that you really do Everybody knows that you've been faithful I'll give or take a night or two Everybody knows you've been discreet
Yeah, bro.